Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. My name is Amy and I get to share the next part of our service, um, which is something from the Bible. And we are in a series as a church, a church culture series. And um, one of our family values as a church is let's go. And it is this culture of mission. And if you have been around church for a while, if you've been around us for a little bit, or if you stick around with us for a little bit, you are bound to hear that we have this culture of mission. You are bound to hear about some of the trips that we do. I think we are one. We announced we have six Six trips next year planned, some of which actually mean going on a plane. Like, what a novel concept that is. Um, But this culture of mission is so much more than just going on a trip to another nation or to a different city. It is about living on mission wherever we are. It is about going and making a difference every single day of our lives, not just when we make it a special occasion. Um, And it's about living lives that demonstrate the gospel, letting our light shine. Um, And the key verse for this series is from Matthew chapter 5, and it says this. It says, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And this verse is amazing because it is a reminder of just how powerful you are. Like, I don't know if you felt pretty powerful (laughs) recently. If you're like me, probably not. But this verse is a reminder that you are called to be a light to the world, that you are called a city on a hill. This verse is a reminder that your life is meant to be this visible representation of the kingdom of God here on earth. Like your words, like we've already just said, your words are powerful. Your story is powerful. Your testimony is powerful. And the way that you live is this light in the darkest of places and has the ability to impact others in a way that they in turn will see God and glorify him. That's impressive, isn't it? Let your light shine so that your good deeds may be seen. And last week, John talked about letting people see the transformation that takes place, letting people see your story of transformation and just how powerful that is. And today, I want to talk about letting people see your why. I'm going to unpack that for you. Because when we're talking about mission, when we're talking about going, making a difference, sharing our faith, letting people see, letting our light shine, there's something which I think can undermine our confidence and stop us from doing that. And there's something that I want to highlight today that I think can cause us to lose motivation and back away, shy away from sharing our faith and going, letting our light shine. And that is when we have a weak why. Um, One of my favourite stories that um, shows the impact of a weak why is that of Samuel Pierpont Langley. Anybody ever heard? Of course. Anybody, anybody heard of Samuel Langley? You might, you might know when I start telling the story. So um, he was commissioned in the 19th century by the War Department to figure out flight. 
Like he was given everything that he needed by the government to be able to make this thing happen. He was given $50,000, which back in the day was a lot of money. He had the best minds, the best team around him. He was set up to win. Everybody was rooting for him. At the same time, unbeknownst to anybody, were the Wright brothers. And they had nothing that would be considered um, a recipe for success. Like they had no money. They funded their um, experiments. Like they funded, funded their inventions from the proceeds of their bicycle shop. Nobody on their team had a college education. They had nothing that would set them up to win and figure out flight. But they had a strong why. They had a sense of purpose that if they could figure this out, it would change the course of history. It would change everything. They had a strong why, whereas Samuel Langley had a weak why. And I think you can see that because when the Wright brothers were successful in 1903, when they figured out flight, Samuel Langley didn't congratulate them he didn't go to see how he could support them, give some of his money, improve the invention. All he cared about was his own reputation and getting rich and famous. And so he quit. Like when, they, when he found out that they had been successful, he quit and didn't do anything because there was no sense of why, there was no sense of purpose behind, um, behind what he was doing. He wasn't first, he didn't get rich or famous, and so he quit. And I think this story highlights the importance of a strong why. And like, do you know what I mean by say a why? Like a reason, a purpose, um, your motivation behind something. This highlights the significance of an important, of a strong why. Because without a strong why, you end up comparing and competing against others. Without a strong why, you worry about your reputation more than the result. Without a strong why, you give up when things don't go to plan and actually others are more successful. And without a strong why, you lose sight of the bigger picture, which is what Samuel Langley did. And I want to use that as a bit of an example of what can happen when it comes to us, like living out our faith and sharing our faith. Because similarly, without a strong why, we can end up comparing ourselves to others. Like, if you've ever said, oh, but my story's not that interesting, like, I haven't got an interesting testimony, so I'm not, like, other people can do that, like, I, we end up comparing ourselves to others without a strong why, we worry about our reputation and worry about what people are going to think of us if we start talking about our faith and start talking about God. Without a strong why, we can give up when things don't go to plan, and actually, if we face a little bit of opposition or it gets a bit difficult or people don't like what we're saying, then we can just give up or when we come across something challenging that doesn't make sense we give up on our faith altogether and when we don't have a strong why we lose sight of the bigger picture and we lose sight of the fact that it isn't about us at all and it's about people that need Jesus and they need to hear this gospel they need to hear that God loves them enough to send his son for them and it's not about us at all and when we have a weak why Ultimately, it weakens our faith and stops us from sharing it. When we have a weak why, it weakens our faith and stops us from sharing it. Um, around like 64 AD, Peter, who was one of Jesus' um, closest disciples, 
wrote a letter to a group of Christians um, who were going through a tough time. And he was writing from Rome and like the people he was, write, was writing to were under the Roman Empire and they were facing persecution under Nero that was growing and getting worse and worse. And so he wrote a letter to them and you can imagine, like you wouldn't blame Peter for writing to these Christians who are facing persecution, facing torture for believing in Jesus. If he wrote to them, you, could, you wouldn't blame him for just saying, like, come on, just hang in there. Just, just blend in. Come on, keep your head down. Just, just continue meeting together and like, just keep a low profile and you'll be okay. You wouldn't blame him for that because of what these Christians were facing. But instead, Peter's letter focuses on encouraging this group of Christians to let their light shine, to continue to live lives that are so loud for Jesus, to continue to live lives that display who he is and to continue to be brave sharing their faith that people see even in the face of corruption and injustice and persecution he encourages them to continue to share their faith and one of the ways that he does this is he encourages them to strengthen their why and so in 1 Peter chapter 3 it says this he writes to these group of Christians facing persecution who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good but even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behaviour in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Like, Did you spot where he was encouraging them to strengthen their why? Is verse 15... It says, always be prepared to give an answer. Like the word, Greek word there is apologia. It's this verbal defense, this reasoned statement. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. And so in the face of difficulty, in the face of persecution in a society that slandered Christianity, in a culture that ignored God completely, and when they were facing imprisonment and execution and beatings, Peter encourages this church, encourages this group of Christians not to remain silent, not to stick their head in the sand, not to keep a low profile, but to be ready, to be prepared, to give an answer for the hope that they have, to give a reason for the hope that they have, to articulate their why. And he encouraged them, strengthen your why. And this is a theme that is echoed throughout the New Testament, like throughout the early church. So like in Paul's letter to the Colossians, for example, he says this, conduct yourself with wisdom in your interactions with outsiders, non-believers. Make the most of each opportunity, treating it as something precious. Let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant, seasoned with salt, so that you will know how to answer each one who questions you. To the Philippians, Paul writes about defending and confirming the gospel. To the Corinthians, he encourages them to use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false 
arguments. So at a time where Christianity was so unpopular, where they were facing all sorts of problems for being a Christian, the early church were encouraged to make the most of every single opportunity to be brave and to articulate their faith, to be bold and stand up, let their light shine and demonstrate why they believed what they believed. And for us, when we're talking about mission, when we're talking about going, letting our light shine, we can learn so much from the early church, so much from these letters, because even though we're not facing threats on our lives for being a Christian, we do live in a society where Christianity is unpopular, yes? Like we live in a society where God is irrelevant, where there are no absolutes and like faith should be something that you just keep private because there aren't any absolutes, so your truth is your truth, let my truth be my truth. And so we live in a difficult time, but even though we are experiencing like opposition to our faith, instead of staying silent, instead of blending in, we can be encouraged and inspired by the early church to not stay silent, but that this is the time to make the most of every opportunity that we have, that actually our light can shine even into the darkest of places and affect the hardest of hearts, make the most of every opportunity. Um, the Barna Group did a study into Generation Z, which are those um, born 1999 to 2015. <laughs> Generation Z right there. Um, and so they did a study into like teenagers basically talking about faith, asking loads of questions about faith and what they found is that this new generation, this youngest generation are actually more open to evidence for the Christian faith and they carry less negative baggage about Christians than previous generations. And their research showed that today we have an amazing opportunity to articulate our faith to a new generation who has less hang-ups about religion than ever before. It is this incredible opportunity and that's why we need to be ready to articulate our faith, ready to show our why, why we believe what we believe, why we love the way that we do, why we're generous and we don't really have anything, why we get up on a Sunday morning when we could still be in bed, why we love and forgive even when we've been offended and hurt, why we speak the way we do, why we act the way we do, to be ready to articulate the why because people are ready to hear it. Make the most of every opportunity and to answer with such gentleness, respect and confidence that light breaks into the darkest of places. And like Matthew 5 said, the, the eyes open, people see and ultimately glorify God because of it. And so I've just got two questions for you today. Um, a bit of a challenge. Firstly, how strong is your why? When it comes to why you believe what you believe, how strong is your why and what can you do to strengthen it? How strong is your why and what can you do to strengthen it? So you might be here today and recognise actually your why, why you believe what you believe is really weak and you don't actually know what you believe and you're kind of just figuring all this out, which is amazing and you're so welcome, like keep coming and doing that, figuring it out. 
Um, but strengthening your why today might look like just asking some questions that you have and speaking to somebody who's a bit further on down the road, like asking to meet up with them this week, grab a coffee and talk through some of the things that you're questioning and wondering about. If you're here and you recognize actually my why is really strong and I know why I believe what I believe, then to strengthen that, the next step for you might look like creating opportunities this week to share that and being deliberate this week about how can you share why you believe what you believe? How can you articulate your faith to somebody? How can you tell some of the stories of what God has done in your life? Like if you know why you believe what you believe, then how can you share that this week? Um, and for some others, it might be that you've got a pretty strong why, but the next step for you might look like answering some of the more difficult meaty questions um like for me a few years ago I recognized that I needed to I needed to do this and I needed to strengthen my why um because we were given an invite as a church to go um and attend like a local school and take part in a faith debate and so there were going to be a few perspectives represented there was like Christian humanist and Muslim going to be represented on this panel and here are some of the questions that we were going to be asked okay the examples that they gave were is there a god and how do we know are religion and morality linked is there life after death is religion a path to peace or a path to conflict? There was questions about quality of life versus right to life. And those were just the set questions. And then the students were going to be allowed to ask questions. And that was going to open up a whole nother thing as well. And so we got this invitation. And me, John, and Nathan were sat in the office. And the guy said to me, oh, why don't, like, why don't you do it? Because it was where I went to school. So it was like a really nice link. And what I would love to say is that I jumped at the opportunity. I was prepared. I was ready to give a reason for the hope that I have. Um, instead, I cried a little bit and said, please, no, don't make me do it. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> because it was really pathetic. <laughs> But because what happened in that moment, I knew what I believed. I knew, I knew that I believe, I knew what I believed, I knew what I believed. But I recognized that I found it really difficult to articulate why I believed what I believed. Because, especially, right, for those that have been brought up in church or been around church a long time, sometimes the why we believe what, I, what we believe is because we've heard it or we've been told it or because the, well, the, the Bible says. But when I was faced with like a group of students who they don't, they, don't care, they don't care what the Bible says. And actually that isn't a strong enough reason for them. Like how, how do I articulate this is what the Bible says in a way that connects with them, that is relevant to them. Like how do I, how do, I do that? I had no idea and was sent into sheer panic. But I'm so glad that the guys didn't let me off the hook because what it did was it, it made me go to work. And so what I had to do was I had to research why did I believe what I believed? And I had listened to podcasts, I read books and articles and just dived in to some of the difficult questions. And I'm so glad, I'm so grateful for that opportunity because it strengthened my why. And I was then able to articulate, better articulate why I believed certain things. And like ultimately went to this faith um, at Ribston and it was so good it went so well and like I had a couple of girls come up to me after who said like we're Christians too and I want to just thank you so much um, because 
because I was just I was just able to articulate here's why I believe what I believe and for you today that might be your challenge like what is the next step in strengthening your why it might be just to do some work put some work into articulating some of the more difficult questions and what what we can all do we've all got access to amazing resources that can help us do that one of which is totally free and as a church we've we've paid for us all to have access to it and that is right now media so i think we've got a picture of it and if you go to we are one dot church forward slash links you can sign up for a, for an account and this is a huge streaming library full of devotional stuff bible studies and they have a massive section on apologetics as well. So if you are interested and want, you think, okay, strengthening my why looks like that for me, like sign up for a free account. You've got access to all this stuff. But whatever it looks like for you this week, whether it is just being brave in sharing stories of what God has done for you, whether it is creating opportunities this week or about brushing up on apologetics, whatever it looks like, let me encourage you what can you do to strengthen your why to make the most of every opportunity because as we strengthen our why we won't just blend in we won't just stick our heads in the sand we won't give up or compare we won't worry about our reputation as much but we will be ready prepared to speak up and give a reason for the hope that we have so that light can break through into people's darkness and actually they can receive something and they can their eyes can be opened and they can ultimately glorify God because of what he has been doing in your life so what can you do this week to strengthen your why can we stand together um and what I want to do is just to pray for us really because I recognize this morning that it's been more of a hopefully it's been like an encouragement and like go be inspired like go I can't do that for you like the guys couldn't they couldn't give me my why like I had to go and do that and so I recognize that that's something for us to take um, and work on this week but I want to pray for us and um, I want to pray just for two groups of people firstly if you recognize that you've never you've never made a decision to follow Jesus then every Sunday we want to give an invitation to do that give you the opportunity um, not because it's a magic moment but because today can mark a moment where you you recognize I want I like I want to know Jesus I don't have all the answers I don't know everything but I want to know Jesus and if you're here and you want to become a Christian, then we just want to give you the opportunity and pray for you. So if we could all just like bow our heads just for privacy, concentration, close your eyes, whatever you want to do. And if today, maybe the first step in strengthening your why is to say yes to Jesus. And you recognize that you don't have it all figured out, but you want to know him. And you want to know this hope that we've been talking about. You want to know this this assurance and this confidence that we've been hearing about then if that's you I'm just going to ask that I'm going to count to three just pop your hand up and then I can pray so on three if that's you you want to say yes to Jesus pop your hand up ready one two three amazing so good anybody else this morning just pop your hand up great you can pop your hands down Father God we thank you so much that you sent your son Jesus to die for us so that we could be totally forgiven, 
totally set free and that we could have relationship with you. God, I thank you that it is nothing to do with us, but it is by your grace and we don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to live perfect lives, but you love us just as we are. And so for every person whose hand has been raised or whose heart has said yes this morning, God, we thank you that they are totally forgiven, that immediately that they are, their slate is wiped clean, that their past is totally forgiven and they are loved with an everlasting love and we thank you for that in Jesus name and um and for the rest of us this morning what I want to do is just pray that as we go into this week that we would strengthen our why because ultimately the more we strengthen our why what we're doing is we are coming to know Jesus more the more that we step into what the word says the more that we work out like how why are we here and what is this thing called life ultimately it is knowing Jesus more because he is all wisdom, he is all truth. And as we dig in deep, we come to know him more. So if you recognize this week, yes, I wanna strengthen my why, then just pop your hand up and I'm gonna pray for us. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you for your grace again. We thank you that um, we are loved without having to know all the answers. And God, thank you that you use us without us knowing all the answers. Um, but God, I pray this week that you would give us amazing opportunities to step up and share our why. God, that you would give us opportunities to share the things that you are doing in our lives. God, that we would be effective in communicating who you are and what you have done to a society that is ready and waiting to hear God that are ready and don't have hang-ups about faith like they used to Father God I pray that we would be brave that we would be bold and we would be confident in articulating the reason for the hope that we have and ultimately God let it lead to people knowing you and seeing you and glorifying you in Jesus name Amen Amen Thank you guys